Hello and welcome to Wrestling Wednesday. Even though it's on Wednesday, it's gonna be Wednesday though in the future, where we discuss all things professional wrestling. Why? Because I can, and there's no other outlet for me because all my friends think I'm crazy watching wrestling. Um, what kind of wrestling? Mostly um, following AEW, obviously, because I'm a smart, so are you. And then, of course, some WWE, um, mostly focusing on Raw, SmackDown, and if there's an NXT takeover, everything else just takes too much time, so there's not too much indie wrestling here. Trying to look at TNT once in a while, and just by me saying TNT, you'll see that I'm not the biggest fan or follower of Impact. I tried it a few years ago, but it's just too much time, uh, even though I do appreciate a few of the developments over there right now, which we certainly also discuss here, especially thanks to Impact's relationship with AW by now. Okay, but let's just jump right into it. AW New Year Smash, great name, by the way, uh, number two that happened. And well, there are a few things that we should discuss, of course. Um, I think let's just do it like chronically, right, um, more or less. Darby Allen with for his for his title like it's Brian Cage. I've been a big fan of Brian Cage ever since Lucha Underground, which was pretty cool. And I'm sad it's not around anymore. By the way, I also own the website LuchaUnderground.com. Haven't updated in forever, obviously, but good old time. So Brian Cage, um, obviously doing a great job here. Darby Allen coming into his own, and I also like that Sting is involved here. And I like Sting the way he works right now, meaning not wrestling because he's way too old for this. I do like when the lights go go off, though, then the snow is uh, falling and then Sting is there with a baseball bat and just hitting people. Uh, I thought I'm not going to like it. I thought, oh, God, Sting too old, washed up. Who needs him in 2021 or 2020 when he, when he debuted for AW? Now I actually kind of like it. As long as he's not going to be in the ring and wrestling anymore because he's what 60 70 200 who knows uh it's just not necessary anymore for him to to wrestle i believe but I, everything else is pretty awesome so i i do like what they're doing here um the nwa women's championship match uh, serena deep and taekwondo i like serena deep a lot actually uh, i like that she's still improving developing getting better so i am always up for those matches um, not much more to say, actually. It's just really, really good, good wrestling, and that's something that's very nice to see. Um, I did like the pack and the Eddie Kingston thing that's going on right now. Um, I haven't been familiar with Eddie Kingston before he came to AW, so as I've said, I'm not the biggest indie fan. Time constraints, time zone constraints, and so on. Um, but having him heard in several interviews with uh, Chris Van Lee, for example, uh, open my eyes and I, I try to follow or just do some homework researching and saw some pretty cool stuff and I also like what he's doing right now like this brawler style especially the promos of course everyone is a fan of uh, Eddie Kingston promos um, and then just the opposite style of pack which is not really opposite because character wise I think they're not that far from each other to be honest but uh, pack with his bastard character is just just awesome of course and then of course uh, also Kingston's uh, Monica fits here very well. So that's just really cool what they're doing. And yeah, I really like that. Obviously um, the interferences are, are also reasonable. 
um, which makes Kingston a bigger threat right off the gate or right off the gate all the time. So that that's pretty cool to see. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Jurassic Express versus FTR. I do like FTR, of course, just like everybody else out there. Um, not the biggest fan of Jurassic Express, even though they, they have sound uh, matches all the time, great techniques and so on. But I'm just not digging the gimmick too much. Nevertheless, good match. And um, yeah, certainly fits the card and it was just fun to watch. Um, Chuck Taylor, Miro. I'm a big Miro fan, obviously. Who, who isn't, right? Um, the best man. But he does work very Rusev-like right now, which might be on purpose just to throw it in WWE's face. Like, hey, I can still crush and Lana being on WWE TV still. So maybe that's just that's on purpose, probably on purpose. Um, but I'm looking forward to Rusev, see, I said Rusev Miro, showing a bit more um, diverse skills in the future. Right now he doesn't have to, and they establish him as like the big bad heel, just like what WWE did back then, actually just with more character, hopefully. Um, but I'm looking forward to him showing more skills again. But as long as Miro's winning, it's all good, and I'm happy for them. Uh, what else did we have? We had the inner circle, obviously, which was awesome. Uh, MJF, great on the mic. Many people commented and said it reminds them of, uh, was it Cherry Con Owens back then, which was amazing. I still miss the list. Um, that was cool. Yeah, then the, the, the talking was just really fun um, with MJF, MJF's hands. That was also an amazing uh, line here. Your hands are darker than your face. It was very funny. Um, Sammy Hager was also great, a great tag team name. Um, nice, nice joke there uh, that probably most people didn't get because they're not old enough. So that was fun all around. The only thing that uh, I wonder is um, what's happening with Wardlow? What, like he's like, okay, guys, you all team up, and I'm left alone out here. What's happening? Uh, I hope there's some some more um, development happening. Maybe something's going to happen to one of the tag team partners, and then Wardlow jumps in or whatever. Um, but yeah, other than that, that was hilarious. Really good promos, of course. Lots of fun. Um, they, keep, they even keep teasing each other on social media on Instagram with their with their respective comments. And AW posted um, the quote of uh, Santana, and then Santana commented and said, "Like, hey, it was a legit question. I really want to know what's happening." So that's that's really funny. Um, good stuff all around. So keep it up. Fun. Um, not grading it, but if I would grade it, it would be an A. Um, and then last but not least, uh, Elite Six Man Tag Team, which was awesome. And we saw Kenny uh, Kenny Omega, Don Callis talking, uh, getting interviewed, and then. The young bucks there chatting around, and then Don Kelly is like, "Yeah, you you should have your own entrance." So Kenny goes to the ring with his cleaner entrance, and then Don Kelly announces the world tag team champions, Kenny Omega's best friends, and then the Good Brothers come in, which was which was really really cool. Uh, everyone was surprised. The young bucks were pissed. Uh, all good. So that was great development. Uh, again, storytelling on point. Fun match, of course, as well. Um, so. All good, all um, even like the, their opponents. I think they, they did a good job in putting them over, of course, but also hanging in there like Pillman with a few really nice moves. Uh, so that was that was fun. But overall, it was about the storytelling, and it was just fun all around. Very well done. Looking forward to what we will see in the future here with the Young Bucks, the Good Brothers, Kenny, and so on. 
again, I'm not grading here because I'm not Cultaholic, but if I would uh, grade this AW episode, it would have been an A. Hey. Okay, now from A territory to not A territory, which is obviously WWE Raw, right? Raw, for a while, looked like it would come back into like a better, how to say, form, and it would be more fun to watch again, and then this week happened. It wasn't that terrible, all that terrible, and I'm sure Tom Campbell would still give it an A, <laughs> um, because they tried to have a show or something, but for me, it wasn't that awesome. First of all, we have to say, uh, get well soon to Drew McIntyre, of course, uh, COVID-19, and this is asymptomatic, so should be should be okay rather soon, hopefully. Um, then we started off with Randy Orton and Triple H, which was pretty cool. Like throwback to, to better times back then. So then we started off with uh, Triple H and Randy Orton, which was pretty cool. Throwback to the old times, so old people like me were like all excited, like, yes, finally we get another... A classic brawl between Randy Orton and Triple H, which would have been awesome. Um, the throwaway lines like, How did, did Stephanie not let you take your balls out of her, of her uh, purse or whatever? Yeah, unnecessary, not funny anymore, but uh, at least it led to Triple H accepting the, the match. So that was nice to see, in my opinion, even though lots of graded videos didn't think that this was fun. It wasn't fun, but it set up a match between Randy Orton and Triple H, which would have been cool, I think. Okay, then we first see uh, Charlotte against Lacey Evans. Not that much chemistry, in my opinion, but okay. Decent-ish. The promo of both of both performers just terrible. The, the, the promo before they both went to the ring. Oh god, they're really not good at that. So, uh, if they send Keith Lee back to, to NXT to, to learn more like how to work a WWE ring, maybe send those people back to learn how to cut a promo. Uh, anyways, then, of course, Ric Flair came back to the ring, interfered. What is this going to lead to? Oh, it's just terrible. I hate it. Not interested. Uh, next, Ric Flair. If you haven't checked it out with Kevin Hart's uh, coldest balls of Ric Flair, you'll really feel sorry for the guy after a while. Um, so, um, yeah. Not my cup of tea, to be honest. Then we had Jeff Hardy versus Jackson Riker, which was a decent match. Jackson Riker picking up the win, uh, being coached and helped by Elias. Then Elias gets into the ring and fights Jeff Hardy and loses to Jeff Hardy. And uh, where does this now lead us? Elias complained to Jackson Riker, why didn't you help me? Uh, Jackson Riker said, I didn't think it was necessary. Yeah, what what is this gonna do to like the storytelling? Where are we going from here? Uh, not a big fan of this. Um, yeah, let me know what you think, but I don't really like this to be honest. What I did like though was um, then the Miss and <laughs> Miss and uh, Morrison versus Seamus and Keith Lee. I liked it for the Miss and Morrison because I'm old enough to remember remember when they were cool, and I'm still a fan of both of those guys. Um, of course, they were just used here to put over Seamus and Keith Lee, which is a bit sad, but okay. I am not a big fan of either, to be honest. I, again, not, not the indie smart, as you can see, so yeah. Uh, but what I've seen from Keith Lee in NXT and then back 
and before when I did my homework or school, what I've seen in WWE so far on Raw wasn't that great. But let's see if they let him lose at one point. Never been a big fan of Sheamus, to be honest. Um, I like his workout videos on, on Instagram, but uh, that's about it. On, on YouTube, but that's about it. Mm. I would have liked to see Miss and Morrison doing more damage, but okay. I still hope that this at one point Miss can cash in his contract and actually uh, successfully become champion again because he deserves it. He's great in, in promos and yeah, Miss all day long. What else did we have? Um, yeah, then it, uh, this led to Keith Lee versus Sheamus, right? Mm -hmm. Keith Lee with some power moves just to show how strong he is. Fair enough, I guess. So cool, good job. Um, let's see if this leads to another bigger push for Keith Lee in the future. T-Bar versus Xavier Woods was a match for some reason. And Retribution is still a thing. Maybe, I think. I guess. Yeah. Good match, though. Like, the match itself was, was fine, I think. I just don't quite get the retribution thing because they cancel them, then they're back again, then they're cut, then they're back, then whatever. So, yeah. Um, Bobby Lashley versus Ma not Matt versus Riddle. Why does everybody need to get rid of their first names? Lashley <laughs> versus Riddle. Never been a Lashley fan, to be honest. Um, it was the last time I watched Impact, I think, back then when Lashley was still a thing in Impact. Uh, yeah. Hurt, the Hurt Business is kind of cool, though. So at least they're somehow, somehow coherent uh, with the storytelling there. Um, yeah, but still, I, I don't think they're using Riddle well. Riddle did well in NXT and, and indie, on the Indies before, of course. Um, but ever since he's on Raw, kind of weird. Not, not really letting him, letting him loose, letting him show what he can do. So a bit disappointed there, to be honest. Mm. What I really liked, though, was Drew Gulak versus AJ Styles. First, the build-up was kind of cool. AJ Styles, of course, saying like he's in the Royal Rumble. And Drew Gulak being told, you can't just announce you're in the Royal Rumble. You have to win that match. And why would we let you in the Royal Rumble? And he had a flash drive ready to show like his accomplishments, I believe, not a PowerPoint this time, which was just a fun uh, again, callback. Then, and then the matches are just awesome. Drew Gulak is so underrated. Uh, Really good match. I would love to see more of Drew Gulag versus AJ Styles, Drew Gulag versus Daniel Bryan, uh, and so on. Uh, Gulag needs to be pushed. Maybe he needs a different name because it sounds a bit weird, but he needs to be pushed because he's definitely one of the best wrestlers on, uh, on the roster. I was just there to showcase AJ Styles, though, of course. Um, well done. Great, fun match, I think. Uh, just the, the teasing of like there could be more if. Gulag would have, have a better position on the card. So that was just fun. Um, yeah, good job. I'm not going to talk about Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke and Manny Rose, not because I'm sexist, but because Nia Jax just... And that's nothing to do with Nia Jax's appearance, it's just with the skill set. It's just, it's just, no, no. Mm. Um, then Triple H versus Randy Orton. What I was waiting for, I was like, yes, and then Triple H comes out, it's time to play the game, right? Walking to the ring, doing the water spitting, even during COVID times, like, how dare him? Um, then he wears a t-shirt, which is a very telling if Triple H wears a t-shirt uh, when he's getting in the ring. Um, okay, and Randy Orton, okay, we've got everything. Triple H eventually takes out a sledgehammer, we were waiting for this, of course, then lights off, sledgehammer starts to burn, then Triple H gone, then Alexa Bliss there. Um, 
she throws a fireball at Randy Orton, blinds him, hurts him. Randy Orton is blinded, confused, whatever. <sighs> Such a letdown, very anticlimactic uh, finale to Raw, I think. I read lots of mixed reviews. I guess it's probably also an age thing again. Uh, on the WWE accounts, YouTube, IG, and so on, lots of fans say that was awesome, so much fun, that was cool. I wonder what Alexa Bliss is up to, and so on. Lots of, I guess, Attitude Era fans <laughs> were like disappointed, like, why? What the hell? I was so looking forward to seeing this. This could have been so cool, a cool uh, callback to the old times. Let them lose. Legend Killer, here we go again. Hmm. I have to admit, I'm more on the page of the letter, but maybe that's like also because I'm not the target audience anymore. So who knows? Um, anyways, overall, I'm not grading, but if I would, that would have been a C, maybe a C plus, I think. Now my students would say, yeah, he grades so strict. But then again, I'm not Tom Campbell. <laughs> uh, so I guess he, this role got like probably a B or something or that cultaholic. Um, fair enough. If you like it, you like it. If not, then not. My clear winner this week was AW. Uh, no surprise here. Then, since this is the first wrestling video, no SmackDown yet. SmackDown's airing soon. So then next time, uh, on the next Wrestling Wednesday, we will be talking about SmackDown, Raw, and AW. And, of course, predictions for the Royal Rumble, because the Royal Rumble is coming soon, like January 31st. And Royal Rumbles are always fun. So that's going to be cool. We're going to be talking about you know, surprise entrances, who's going to come back, who's going to win it, maybe even, and, and so on. So stay tuned for this. This is the first Wrestling Wednesday, not on a Wednesday, but in the future it's going to be a Wednesday here on the podcast. So very much looking forward to next time. And I promise I'll try to come up with a catchphrase because you can't smell what I'm cooking. And even so, I said so, this has been taken. So until then, catchphrase next week.